I'm Nishima Yuki, and you're listening to the Giant Sword Podcast, home of the second biggest group of phantom thieves ever. The first being me, Keck. Hello, and welcome to this week's Giant Sword Podcast. I'm your party leader, Nick Lynn. Joining me today is Taylor Hoyt. What's up, Taylor? What is up? What's been up? so long. I know. It's been so long. We've delayed it like two weeks, and Taylor was like, <laughs> I can't do it right now. I'm like, no, we got to do it right now. It's like, I can't. Someone's sober. I'm like, dang it, Taylor. Yep, got to blame Grayson's dad. He was over spoiling us and buying us all kinds of gifts. Was he that... bought us a barbecue, so <laughs> now I'm learning how to barbecue. And then before that, you're like, I, I, I'm dying. I'm sick. I don't feel good, you know? Yep. Uh, like literally, literally days where I couldn't talk, like it was that bad. I haven't, I've never had that happen before. If I have, it's been once ever. So yeah, I was really not feeling good. <laughs> um, yeah, I just remember just trying to get this all settled again, all this focused, and then you're just like, I can't do it. Oh, I'm doing it. And I'm then, sorry, fam. Please forgive me. It's all my fault. And then the the freaking sickness messed with your mind. You're like, yeah, I'm playing about five mobile games right now, and that's right. The best kind of games. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing? Only the best. That's it. I don't have time for real games. Yeah, it's only time for these fake mobile games. It's like Tales of Aspira came out. It's like, I don't have time for that. I'm playing whatever, Dragalia, whatever. Yeah, and, and Pokemon Go, and then Waifu Wars. Uh-huh. And before before we were uh, recording, I just heard he was playing this game. And I just heard like, oh, Oni-chan! Yeah! And I'm like, what the hell are you playing? It's called. What's it called? It's called Honkai Impact Third. It's basically like a mobile, like Bayonetta kind of game. Mm. And but they're all waifus, so like you go through the levels, you get a new waifu, and then of course it's like uh, the weapon triangle from Fire Emblem, so you can like swap between them in the middle of a fight. It like destroys my battery on my phone though, so I can't really play it that much because my phone just gets super hot while I play. It. Well, your phone is a Nokia back from the '90s, so yeah, That's... pretty much. You know, my other game that had on there Snake, you know, so and it just that it's... that eats a battery. It's like you play like one game with Snake, it's already at fifty percent full party. I just don't get it. <clears throat> I do need to replace my battery though, like for real. It's it's been super bad, and the, the thing that sucks, I probably I should have done it earlier because now they uh, increase the price for. <clears throat> replacing phone batteries and iPhones. What I should really do is get a new phone. I just can't afford that right now. So no, right now, I'm just no, gonna no. get a I'm gonna get a battery replacement and just hold on to this iPhone six as long as it, I can. <sighs> so we're in like between right now a hold. Like I we got you haven't got Tales of Vesperia because of you know you don't you need to save your money. But yeah. I got Tales of Vesperia. Now I've been playing that and that's it's been fun. And then, like, in like a week, Kingdom Hearts is coming out, and then and, and Resident and, Evil Two, and then like in two days, Resident Evil Two is coming out. So it's just like I, Resident Evil Two. Put that over there. It's fine. It doesn't matter. I'll play that in one night, and I'll beat it. Um, but Kingdom Hearts Three and Tales of Vesperia, it's like, oh my gosh, it's happening. And then, like, right after we took, but right right after we took a break, we got. I'm just gonna go straight into the news, Taylor. Right, 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 right there. Just search over it. Let's go. Okay. Like right after we freaking, you know, that ep- the last episode, we were talking about Persona Five R and how it was like, you know, it's like it was a rumor, it was a thing. 
Uh, right after that, it was confirmed to be a thing that it's coming to the PlayStation 4. It's called Persona 4 5R, and mm. we will be getting it's. It was teased. We'll be getting it in. Mm. Uh, we we'll get news in, in, March. in March, so it's like a a tease for an update. So. So now you're right. They did only mention uh, PlayStation, but that doesn't mean that 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 rules out a Switch port. I still think it's. Uh, you still think Ruby? It's happening. It's not happening. <laughs> well, we'll just wait. <laughs> because the tra- people was like, "Where's the Switch port?" And it's like, "Well, at the beginning of the trailer, it was a PlayStation logo." Got to watch out. Well, so what do you think it is? I think it's okay. So what I think it is mm-hmm. is it's going to be like every other thing, like Persona Five Golden or Persona Three Fez. There's going to mm-hmm. be new scenes, more social stuff to do, probably mm-hmm. more things to do at the end of the game. They're usually like a secret, uh, an extra dungeon. Uh, mm-hmm. There's going to be a new playable character, mm-hmm. and maybe some story changes. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's kind of what they usually do with those. Add a couple little accoutrements, spice it up a little bit. And because it's only on PlayStation 4, this is my hope, there were a couple really low-res textures, like on the bathhouse. Like if you walk in the bathhouse, the little sign above the bathhouse is like super low-res from the PS3 version. I'm wondering if because now it's PS4 only for now that they can fix that, but... Oh, yeah. We'll PS- PS4 only now, and they're going to add new music, obviously. They're going to be like new battle ah. themes and stuff like that. Who do you think the oh. new playable character is going to be? Well, you keep saying the Shogi Girl. Yeah, I um, thought that. That's what I was going to say. It was rumored that the Shogi Girl was going to be mm-hmm. a playable character, but due to time constraints, they had to cut that out. I was wondering if uh, maybe she will be, you know... The new, fa- the other Phantom Thief, the new Phantom Thief. Yeah. So here's my here here's a a real oddball like left field guess. What if they got the guy from Persona Four um, Arena Two, Show Minazuki? What if they got him in there? Huh? Huh? He is a playable character in Pl- Persona Three and Persona Five Dancing. Apparently, he's a DLC character. That's interesting. Just really random. But what if they added him? That would make no sense whatsoever. But well, they added Marie. She's not from anything. So well, I'm saying she. He he has a story that's connected to three and five or four. Ah, so oh, okay. Well, I don't know anything about him. I just know he has red hair. I just, so. I just know <laughs> Marie actually is like a crucial part of the story in Golden. Yeah. So. And they might do that again. I don't know. Add a new Velvet Room character. Yeah, just a brand new character that's not in anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I think they might do? Um, because Persona 3 Portable, they added Vincent as like a little teaser character. That was kind of around when Catherine was coming out. I wonder if they'll add another Catherine character because the Catherine full body is coming out. What if they add Rin, the pink hair girl, maybe? Okay, okay so you're... You you, good idea. But I think they're actually <laughs> going to be doing that with other characters from like Persona Four and Persona Three, actual cameos, because mm. there were mm. quote unquote cameos to Persona Three and Five Four characters, but they're only like in text or there are posters on the wall. 
Right, yeah, they're not actually in, in the yeah. game. Yeah, so I wonder if we'll see them like somewhere, like more cameos. It would be cool. Very cool. Very cool. It would be very cool. But yeah, I think we're. If this might be. So do you remember? You remember back when um, they announced they announced Persona Five. They also announced like Persona Five or Persona Q and Persona Arena. I think we might be in for a flurry of announcements. Oh yeah, because like, we get Persona Five R and then a couple other things. There's gonna be yeah. It wasn't. Isn't it gonna be like a Persona event or something like that? And, yeah. Well, I know. And I Persona know for Five. Sure Sorry, and Persona Five R was like leaked. So like, okay, yeah, here it's a thing. Yeah, let's just get ahead of this, which is smart. Uh, no, what I was gonna say is they'll probably do something with the anime because I know the anime is not done, so they might have something for the anime. I don't know. Um, maybe a dub because they still haven't dubbed it, as far as I know. Or they know Persona Five Arena is being made. We know this, so maybe mm-hmm. they'll show that off. That would be awesome. At least a teaser. Dude, I don't know how Arc System. I don't know how fighting games work, but I don't know how Arc System Works can afford to develop all these games because they're still working on Dragon Ball Fighters. They're probably adding a bunch of DLC characters, especially since the Broly movie came out. Like, there's a ton of new characters they can add now. They uh, they're working on that Grand Blue fighting fighting game, and then aren't they doing like another Guilty Gear or something yep, like that? They're making a new Guilty Gear, yeah. Well, I guess they don't have to redo the assets because all the assets are done. So it's I just a matter I... of like tuning the the combat, I guess. They are tuning the combat. They're making it more uh, more uh, user friendly because freaking normal Guilty Gear or the last Guilty Gear or Guilty Gear in general is just very technical, and so it's yeah. not noob friendly. And with the, all these new games that they're making, it's been pretty noob friendly. Uh, uh-huh. Dragon Ball Fighters, all they're doing is adding um, what's it called new characters, so they don't have to have develop. You don't need a lot of resources for that, like the full team. Because yeah. they, they already announced the next character is going to be... Uh, what's this guy's name? I totally forgot. It's the main baddie in the last arc of Dragon Ball Super. Oh, oh. The, the guy with the red and black suit and the purple face? Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know his name. I, know I, what I, to- like, I totally though. forgot what his name is. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, yeah, that 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 he's he's announced. He's, he's, he's the next character. And then there's going to be season two characters. And I bet look- you they put... Oh, good. Sorry. And, and I was like, and I think they've been working on versus uh, Grand Blue Va- Fantasy versus for a long time. So that's probably what's happening. Hmm. They probably have a bunch of teams working on all these games at once, and then like once it gets to a certain mark, we they, they announce a certain mark, they announce them. And yeah. well, I mean, they. I, I'm wondering if they hired new staff because Dragon Ball Fighters sold really well, so they probably got you know a nice cut. So I'm wondering if they can just afford to hire more people. I mean, they are, no offense to Capcom, I feel like they are the, with them and NetherRealm are like the two best fighting game developers right now. So they can afford to, you know, have a big staff, I imagine. So Arc System Works is the anime fighter king. Yeah, of course. NetherRealm is the AAA fighting fighter company. It looks like a super production, which like no other company could match. I mean, have you seen Mortal Kombat 11? It looks yeah, crazy good. I, I watched the reveal event. Yeah, that, it looked... I was I like, I'm not big into fighting games, but I really liked Injustice 2, and I like what they're doing with Mortal Kombat. They're, like, tweaking the, the gear system, where it's just... It's not... Because in, in Injustice, you had a full set of gear, and each piece of gear had different stats. With this one, it made they made it sound like each character has three pieces of gear that switch your stats, and then everything's just a costume that doesn't affect your stats or something like they that. also have the augments which you like put into your costume to change stats but that's mm-hmm. only for certain modes it's not for like f- versus mode and stuff like that yeah versus is probably just you look cool it doesn't 
adjust anything, which is fine. It makes sense. But just uh, just the way the game looks, it's crazy. Like when it gets into the uh, when they do the fatal fatal uh, fatal hit or whatever it's called. Yeah. It it goes into like the super cinematic mode that like it looks like a freaking movie, and I was like, how are they doing this? It's running so smooth. <laughs> It's crazy looking. Apparently, it's coming to Switch. I, I want, I'm really curious to know how it runs on Switch. Oh, it probably looks like Mortal Kombat Nine. Yeah, it'll <laughs> really be very, you know, lo- uh, derezzed or whatever, yeah, downgraded. Downgraded. But back to Persona Five, 5 R. Yeah, you were reeling it back. Yeah, reeling it back. Super, super excited about that. It's fun to new, fun to know about this. Um, yeah. March is going to be an interesting month for us. Well, for me at least. Yep. Well, yeah, Cold Steel 2 comes out if that release date is to be believed. And then, yeah, well, we're going to find out a bunch of Persona stuff. Yep. Are you going to do, are you going to play Cold Steel and Cold Steel 2? We're, we're, so for me, it's not that I don't want to play it. For me, it's a money thing. So I'm trying to like only spend on things that I know I'm going to play a long time. I really, really want. If, you know, we're about to finish a couple of big, big projects. So if we get paid for that, uh, when I think we will, then I will definitely. Because I, I want to replay both Cold Steel 1 and 2 before. Before the next part of news. But I was going <laughs> to yeah. say, I was gonna say someone, wa- like, we need to do a spoiler cast for P- Cold Steel 2. And I want to replay it on the PS4 and then do the Cold Steel 2 spoiler okay. cast. Yeah, that'd so, be fun. I was like, you got to do it. Even if it's like, if you have no money, I will buy it for you. I'll, oh, okay. snap. I was like, here, you can play it. It'd be fun to do a spoiler cast with Sean. That might, that might be fun. With Sean? <laughs> I don't... <laughs> that would be fun. I mean, I don't think he plays them. He doesn't, but he obviously he did all the lines. He knows the story. It's true. But let's move into the most random news of all time. Yep. Uh, we knew this was coming. Joking, like, jokingly. We knew... I, I, after they announced the PS4 versions of Cold Steel 1 and 2, we knew that the Cold Steel 3 announcement was right around the corner. Yeah. And... They announced it at like five in the morning on Western yeah. Time. I'm like, I woke up to this news. I'm like, well, this is awesome news to wake up to. Uh, Cold Steel Three is coming to the West this year. What? No, I, I know, not I know. From me- not from Exceed. Uh, Nippon Ichi is freaking doing this now. So, yeah. They're freaking doing this. But here's one good thing. I don't know if you saw this news. No, but no, the that's, girl... that's the uh, no, no. That, I, there's the other part of the news is. Cold, the Cold Steel 1 and 2 localization staff is still working on 3. So they hired all the people that was from Xseed that was working on it to work on it from Nisa. Yeah. I think... So I, can, okay, keep going. I, I just want to say, like, I think Nipponichi got a really bad deal with EZ. Because, like, yeah, it had a couple mistakes... Frankly, I didn't think they needed to completely redo everything like they did. That was crazy. There Nobody's just, ever done that Yeah, there's just some weird grammar stuff in there sometimes, and then, like, weird w- words. But it wasn't game-breaking. I guess some for some people, it really messed with their mind. I barely noticed it. So, <clears throat> yeah, maybe, maybe because that... we grew up with, excuse me, grew up with 90s JRPGs, and those are yeah. filled with those. Like all the oh, time, so it's just like uh, this is just how JRPGs are still in my mind, even though they're way better now. Yeah, I mean the voice acting was fine. The the only thing that I keep going back to is the Archozoic big hole. Yeah, and like to me that was just lazy. Like they literally could have kept it how they had it, but everything else um, I didn't really see a problem with. Um, and and you know 
in the midst of this discussion, people are bringing up like the Persona Five localization. I'm like, just stop. Like that was. <laughs> I remember people were like, fine. "It's so bad. It's so it's unplayable." It's like you guys are crazy. Yeah, yeah you're you are mind. just. I just remember there was a whole website dedicated to complaining about the Persona Five translation, and I was like, "You need help." You, you, it's you, called NeoGaff.com. Yeah, no. NeoGaff um, has got destroyed, so it's fine. It did. But it, it re- regenerated into something called Wine Era. Uh, SJW Era. SJW um, Era. Uh, but uh, no, they've done so many good localizations. They always have really witty writing. They, I, I feel like they always, they've done a good job. Like If you think back on all the Disgaea games... Um, they used to do the Atelier games up until pretty only in the last couple of years. Did you know after uh, Tecmo Koei bought Gus? Did they, you know, they were doing all those. So it's not like they were doing bad jobs. I, I used to be really good friends when I was at Blistered Thumbs. I used to be really good friends with all those guys over at Nipponichi, and they were they did really good a really good job. Um, unfortunately, a lot of those guys don't work there anymore. But they, you know, they passed the torch on, and um, but. I, I yeah, I have faith that Cold Steel Three will be will be good, especially because the people from Next Seed are helping, um, and it's at least Sean is back. He's doing Reen. They haven't I haven't heard anybody else, but yeah, Reen's back. Reen at least. I, I I hope the main cast is still the same. I really the, hope that the only person who I think will not be back, um, help me out here, the girl with the teal hair that has the big robot. What's her name? Milliam. Yeah, Milliam, the, Ashley Birch voices her, and she like is on to bigger and better things. I think she's the only one that won't come back if she, if she, anybody does not. That's crazy because she has like the most unique voice in the cast. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be. You just gotta have to find someone who's very hyper. It's like, all right, guys, let's do this. Yeah, I mean, I hope she comes back. Yeah. But you know, she was like Aloy in uh, Horizon and stuff like that. So I just. I think she's on. You know, at, at some point you get your feet wet with the JRPGs, and then you move on to bigger things. Like Troy Baker doesn't do JRPGs anymore. He's, you know, he just does Naughty Dog and, you know, Call of Duty and all that. He didn't even redo, uh, um, what's his name from Vesperia, Yuri. He Yuri? didn't even voice Yuri. It's a different guy. I I heard, I read that he was just like, they didn't even ask me. Yeah, <laughs> Anybody wanted you know, to, you wanted to do it. It was like they didn't even ask me. I also I heard that I saw that tweet. I'm like, oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. But you know, you move on, you get more famous. You know, Laura Bailey, same thing. She did. Uh, she was Sharia and Graces, and she was Rise in Persona Four, but then she got recast. Um, so you know, people move on to bigger, better things. It's fine. Oh, yeah, but for the sake of consistency, there's only two more games. Yeah. Like, get your paycheck, come back, do it. It's I fine. know. <laughs> and with it coming out in fall, I have a feeling that next year, Cold Steel Four is going to come out for us. So yeah, I think I think so. So I think they're doing everything right now because because yeah. Cold Steel Four is already out for for Japan. I mean, everything's all set, and this looks like there's a good chance that we will be getting the Crossbell games now too. So okay, now everybody keeps saying that. Explain to me why you think that is. Because Nipponichi is bigger than Next Seed. And has way more uh, budget, so, so I mean, you, you just think they have more capacity to take yeah. out another project like that. Okay, so they announced the they they showed off the collector's edition that's only on their website, right? Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm gonna pre-order that now. And then they have all this merch for Trails yeah. of the Cold Steel. And I'm like, 
where did all this merch come from? There's never been merch for Trails of Cold Steel. And I just started buying all this merch. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, they're going all out on here now. Like, I bought I bought two wall scrolls. And I want to get the sweatshirt. But the sweatshirt's like 60 bucks, And I was like, I can't afford that right now. Yeah, they have shirts for a couple people. Let me, I'm, I'm looking at what they have. Yes, they, they have, have the big one. box set. It's 100 bucks. They yeah. have the sweatshirt. They have uh, characters that I don't know. They're obviously Cold Steel 2 characters. No, they're not. Uh, they have, learned through. They're, uh, there's Reen, and then there's his class. So, hmm. the, Those are the yeah, there's, students. Ooh, there's a set of keychains, which I'm sure Maddie's going to buy. <laughs> uh, there's a Mishi thing. There's a couple Mishi, posters. They have a, a pin. The Mishi uh, blanket. Oh, the blanket. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. They have a ton of merch. I was like, whoa, and there's no figures yet. Yeah. I, I wonder if, when, what does the collector's edition come with? Uh, art book, soundtrack, a plushie of a Mishi, and some like cards, postcard yep. uh, art cards. Mm-hmm. And it's better than the Cold Steel collector's edition we got here, which was just the art book that we had and the pin. <laughs> I, Nippon Ishi, that is their niche, is like making really nice collector's editions. Like every game they put out has really nice collector's editions. So, yeah, they'll make sure to do it. They'll, they're going to do it right. So, Nippon Ichi going to do Ease 9, already confirmed. Yeah, they, I mean, I think so. <laughs> I, yeah. I think it's a foregone conclusion for sure. And uh, if they ever do Tokyo Xanadu 2, do you think uh, they're going to stay with Arxis or are they going to go to do Nibon Ichi? Ooh, that's a great question. I think, I think, NIS might pick it up because I think people slept, really slept on Tokyo Xanadu. I think people really slept on it. And I think, I mean, look what happened with our Discord. Like you and me and Maddie started talking about it and then everybody played it and everybody liked it. And I've been seeing more people slowly but surely pick that game up so i'm really hoping yeah all our new that... new members on the discord are picking it up and playing it and they're like that is really good it's like yes <clears throat> xanadu is a good tokyo xanadu is a good game and everyone should play it at, at least once i i'm going on record to say it's the most underrated game this generation like <laughs> no it's not even close because it's like I, I know i keep saying this but it's like ease meets persona but without quite uh, without the budget really and it but it's fun it's got that addicting loop of action combat going through a dungeon and like, right, i'm done i'm done dungeon crawling you can do extras if you want but then you can have the school life sim stuff you can go to the arcade you can go skateboarding so there's like whatever you want to do there's like always something to do i just like i just love it so and taylor beat all three endings he did, did. it i did it so that's amazing he did it but Cold so we still don't know what that other ease game. You think it actually is going to be Xanadu two, or the other Falcom game? Excuse me. Oh, they said they're going to do two, right? Yeah, it was Ease nine. Obviously, was one, and then we don't know what the other one is. They haven't announced it yet. I don't know. It could be Xanadu two. I wonder. I, I wonder. I, I mean, come on. The ending of the first Xanadu pretty much says it's pretty much like. I wonder what they're going to do next. It just screams that. If I'm not mistaken, I believe it literally says, we'll see you on the next Xanadu. It does, yeah, like it that. does. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um, it's just, yeah, what's going to happen next? I mean, that's, I would, that's I, would... I mean, that story ends, like, that story ends, but it just, it leaves it open to, it's a, there's, it's sequel bait at the end, pretty much. Oh, totally. 
And again, it never explains the thing. Yeah, it, it doesn't explain. It doesn't explain it. So there's way more. It doesn't explain a lot of things. It, it doesn't. So which is fine for me because it's just like oh, it's all about the characters. It's just about the combat. But you're right. There is plenty of room for more something. Now it could be the same characters. It could be a completely different cast. I don't really care. Um, uh, but uh, I just love that loop, that game loop. <clears throat> more Persona clones. More good Persona clones, please. <laughs> so here's the one bummer though I, I read this somewhere i heard that the your file will not carry from cold steel 2 to cold steel 3 because it's different publishers it, or whatever no it wasn't it wasn't made for that so oh it didn't do that anyway yeah oh, okay, i think well, i think the ps4 ones are gonna add something to to the ps3 uh ps4 cold steel three so if yeah. you have save files for cold steel one and two on it i think it's gonna do something like maybe give you some items or something like that but there's not gonna be like your choices matter here like like cold steel one to two which sucks because i made a total like choice and all these things happen to me that doesn't happen to other people and yeah. it just it start cold steel three apparently starts with you going okay you could choose your your way again you're not going no. you're not you're not set in this stone hmm. so i'm like okay this 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 path I took better be in Cold Steel Three. Because <laughs> if it's I'm not, so if it's not, I'm gonna be super pissed. <laughs> now I really want to play Cold Steel Two because I remember when you did the um, the little video game tournament bracket thing. I think you put that at number one, if I'm not mistaken. Cold Steel Two. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. I loved Cold Steel Two. Like the beginning, it's the beginning is is like its own thing, and then like intermission, and then the game's like a whole the game completely changes. Well, I'm sure it has to pick off, pick up after that cliffhanger from one. So it's it does it, it pick up it, it picks up right after that. Okay, good. But I'm just I'm just saying it's just, it's like at the beginning it feels like Cold Steel one, it's like it's doing the same loops kind of things, but then once you hit the intermission and go after that, completely it feels completely different. Some so. Cool. It's good. I like it. And I like the story. And I like uh, the interact, the bonding events. It's good stuff. It's... Well, well, I'm excited about they're adding like the turbo mode and stuff like that to the PS4 version. So like, I mean, I beat one already, so I don't need to sit through everything again. But just at least running around, getting combat done faster. You have to nice. sit through the character interactions that you that you like. I remember you. Yeah, I, remember, I will. I remember you doing Bonnie events and watching you just going. I'm like Taylor, you're missing out. I just want to get it over with, man. Yeah, I mean, I have a totally different mindset now because, like, here, keep in mind, this was like right after Persona Five, and I was playing it on Vita, and I was picking up a save file that was like, I don't even know how many hours in. I remember, I started playing it, and I stopped it, and I started again. Yeah. So like, there was a lot of things going against me in that game. So. And also you berating me to play it. So now no, it's just like... I was berating... Ah. <laughs> As people don't know, I was berating him to play it before Giant Sword Podcast. This was... That's true. This was during the LSG times. Yep. And so now... I mean, I, I trust me. I want to get to it because I've, I've... I understand. I like... I have a different perspective. To me, it's all about expectations going into games like that. So now I know what to expect. I've played stuff like Xanadu and I've played, you know, Ease 8, like with their more modern games. So now 
you know, my expectations are in check, and I, I kind of know what I'm in for. It's just so. Cold Steel 1 has some weird animations at time, like the run cycle, it's kind of stiff. And oh, it's the, so janky, yeah. And then you go to Cold Steel 2, and you're like, oh, thank God they fixed it. <laughs> Did they fix it all? Oh, the animations are way better in 2. Okay, and I'm sure they just get even better. Was 3 originally a PS4 game Yeah, in Japan? PS4, okay. It's PS4 only. And so it'll look you could visually t- better. Yeah, it looks, it looks way better. And the battle, I just remember the battle screen the first time they showed it, it looked very Persona y. Hmm. <laughs> like the camera angle and everything. I was like, this uh, is very Persona. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. Keep ripping up Persona. It's a good series. So I can't wait to play it. I haven't seen anything of it. I mean, I saw the trailers, the early trailers, but then I went on a media blackout. And then I saw the trailer that it was announced for PS4 for the West. I'm like, sweet. Get off the internet now. Yeah, thankfully it wasn't all that spoilery. I watched it. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. It's just Reen talking nonsense. So. It's like, my, I'm going to teach my students. It's like, well, there's something there, Taylor. Mm-hmm. There's a time jump. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's good. Uh, it's good stuff. Cool, cool. It's cool that Cold Steel 3 is coming. Now, let's go back to our most anticipated of the year episode, and we'll just put Cold, three, Cold Steel 3, Cold Steel 3, <laughs> all the way on top, because I knew it was coming. <laughs> Did you actually say Cold Steel 3? As it, Yeah, it was on my list. It was like as a joke, because he's like, you know, oh, that wasn't even announced for the West yet, so we're not putting it on there. So I'm like, uh, okay. now that it's announced for the West, tippy top. Yeah. I don't know if I put. I wouldn't put it at the top for me. It's still Resident Evil Two, but it's it's probably top five now for sure. Top five sequel to a game you haven't played yet. That's good. That's how good it is, guys. That's how good it is, guys. Well, that's how good other Falcom games are, and I have faith that they're that they will deliver another gem. I mean, the fourth one is where all the cool things happen, all the cameos, and you're like, I know those people. So before Cold Steel Four, some crazy cameos in Cold Steel Four. So, dude, holy cow! So the play, a, you have to finish Sky now. So, mm. well, there's definitely a lot of time to, to do that because I, you know, Four is not going to come out till next year. It's true. Probably fall next year. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. Sky Two is long. Sky Three is not that long. But before you finish Sky 3, or you could do Cold Steel. It's fine. It's fine. So that's those are the two biggest news that we wanted to talk about. Uh, there's been some game announcements that are some like new games that we looked at. I forget what it was called. It was it was it was just shown on our Discord recently. It was that brawler game that looks like Akiba's beat. Oh, uh, something. Um... I don't, we didn't put this on the list, so that's. I just wanted to see. Wanted yeah, it was to something about it. divers. I can't yeah. remember the full name. Something divers, like dusk um, divers or something like that. Yeah, that's it. Dusk divers. Yeah, dusk divers. Is that it? Yeah, it's a PC and Switch game, and it basically looks like Tokyo Xanadu and uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions had a baby. Um, I was like, oh, that's interesting. And, and then you- people said it all, looks like, like you said, Akibi's beat a little bit. But it's by a Chinese company, apparently. That's interesting. Which is, yeah, which is weird. But, you know, it very clearly, um, uh, it's a, made for a Japanese audience, you know. So, yep, something to keep an eye out for. That that smells like a Nipponichi game. I, I would willing be willing to bet money that they're going to grab that game. That or just Nintendo themselves is like, we'll do that. I don't know. Nintendo doesn't really do that with super niche games like that. But you never know. 
maybe they're trying to like you know court the Chinese audience now that they you know stopped the ban on uh, console games. So who knows? True. Who knows? Yeah, it looks cool though. It does look cool. So let's uh, let's move on to what we've been playing. All right. Um, okay, I'm gonna go back to the past. Play the shitty games. games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Taylor was playing Atelier Maruru. Oh my god! And I remember there was a giant bug that this he couldn't get past, and it was a game breaking bug. Did you ever get yeah. past that game? I tried twi- two more times and it crashed at the same spot every time. Now, one thing I haven't tried that somebody suggested, I don't know why this would matter, but they said to try turning the Wi-Fi off and do the same thing over again and see if that fixes it. I don't think that would do it, but people have said, oh, I've had games crash on me and then I turn the Wi-Fi off and it doesn't crash. So I don't, I mean, there's a million dumb reasons. Video games are very complex. There's a million dumb reasons why something crashes. However, I'm going to say this. Gust is a terrible Switch developer. Because if you recall, (laughs) I played Knights of Azure 2, and that thing crashed on me no less than 10 times. It was horrible. So they have have very poorly optimized Switch games. So if I can't get this to work, I'm never buying another Atelier anything, another Gust game on Switch, because they're just broken. Just going to get on PS4. Yep, screw it. It's going to run better. It'll look better. I love this appeal of Switch that I can just take it with me, but it's not worth it if I can't play the game. So, yeah, I'm, I think I'm like I'm gonna make a video about it too. Did you get? It, and I'm mad that I can't finish it, and that's just money down the drain. Oh, he much. man, he was fuming. He was so mad. I've never seen him that mad before. Well, so here's why I was mad. It like. Typically, I've had a lot of disposable income in the past, and like, if I buy a game and don't like it, like, who cares? But I was like, this was Christmas. I wanted to play a game over a Christmas break. I didn't have a lot of money, so I'm like, ah, it's only forty bucks, and I like these games, and you know, and they're usually you know twenty-ish hours long, so I'll get my money's worth. And so that's why, and I'm like, oh, I can't even buy anything else. I didn't have any money, so that that's why I was mad. Is I've had I had such a limited budget, and then for it to not even work, like that just sucks. That's like getting a Christmas present and then opening it and it's just broken when you open it. So, yeah, that made me mad. So have you? Been, oh, Sophie. Yeah. You been playing that? Nope. So I'll go. I'll, I'll get onto that. So I started playing. So I mean, I was playing Sophie. I did. I did binge it a little bit. Um, it's hard for me to get into it because it's too open ended. Ah, okay. It's like you do whatever you want and time just keeps passing. And I can I never feel any urgency, so I just keep doing the same things over and over again. Like I, I'm inside the uh, the atelier, and I'm just wasting like five days building, like doing stuff. And then I would get out, I would get out of it, and then suddenly there'd be like five cutscenes in a row, and I'd be like, "What? What is going on?" So, like things were happening. It was it was interesting. It's just like I don't feel the drive to play because it doesn't give me a reason to play it. Like it doesn't force me to have a reason to play. That's to say that. Okay. I like I like I like having a reason to do things, and the reason is like, hey, uh, let's. Uh, I want to find this cauldron, and then now it's like, let's turn Plakta into, into a human, and I was like, okay, how do you do that? Doesn't tell me. I have to wait a couple of days until I do something, it's and vague, then and yeah, it's like, so oh, come vague. on, dude. So it's just, yeah. 
You know, it's funny. Um, what, you're talking about like, oh, like five cutscenes in a row would trigger. I would do the same thing with Maruru. So I would go out outside of town. I would travel around doing, you know, tasks. And then I'd come back and like every time I did something, it was like cutscene, cutscene, cutscene. Like, oh my God, kill me. Like there has to be a better way to dole that out. So it's not like all at once. It was so, I was just trying to get back, turn my quest save. And every time I went anywhere, there would just be a million things that pop up. And it, yeah, it was, there has got to be a perfect formula to figure that all out. Like, I already know the perfect formula because when I was playing it, I'm like, you know what? This makes me want to play a new Rune I Factory. Rune... <laughs> How did I know? I was just like, a new Rune Factory would be awesome. Would be awesome. Yeah. Stardew Valley 2. Come on. When's it happening, guys? No, I was. I, I specifically think Rune Factory because Rune Factory has the battles. Has the combat. Has yeah. the fantasy combat. So let me let me tell you about a game called Of Rice and Rune. All right. That's not very. It's that's a platformer. We don't know how Harvest Mooney it is. It kind of looks true. like it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. It's I love I love games like that where it's not just like okay, it's an RPG, so you go around, and you explore, and there's story and you fight. But I love the split up dichotomy of Persona and Harvest Moon, where it's like okay, I'm doing dungeon crawling and then I'm doing life stuff, and then Harvest Moon's like. I'm doing farm stuff, but then there's also the life sim stuff. Or in the case of Rune Factory, farm, life sim, and the combat stuff. And the like, gen- and the exploring of the world. Yep. I I don't think um, Tides of Destiny is as good, but you should really try that. I gave it to Maddie a long time ago. I, I don't s- think she's ever played it. I still I see it. It's on her. It's on her desk, or it's on her thingy, or her games yeah. are. I also have that. I, I also have that Wii one that's called. It's called Rune Factory Frontier. Oh yeah, that's right. I wonder how that one is. But it's a Wii game, and just anything on the Wii just makes me. Ugh. Yeah. I, I will say Rune Factory Four is better, but if you're trying to scratch the itch, I would give Tides of Destiny a try if you really, really need something like that. Because it's it's a pretty good game. I think I want to replay Rune Factory Three or Four again. <laughs> I'll just replay Four again. It's good. It's a good game. It's like, which girl am I going to court now? You got to do the green-haired lolly, I'm telling you. It's the best so, girl. No. The butterfly, just, the butterfly chick. There uh, was no teacher, Nick, okay? There's no teacher. You can't court the teacher. No, the, no, there was the maid who I married, and then I started going out with the elf girl. I got really okay. far with her. I didn't get married here, but I got really far. She was worried about our relationship because she's an elf and I'm a, not an elf. So, ah, that's interesting. She's like, I'm gonna live like thousands of years more than you. It's like, I don't care. It's <laughs> fine. Yeah, so that's that's the thing. I don't, I don't remember any of the other girls I would like. There's the clumsy Chinese chick. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Uh oh, the night chick. Yeah, she yeah, she's interesting. Um I'm trying to remember. I'm gonna look up if there's any we missed. I know there's the chick that you rescue that becomes one one of the bachelorettes. Yeah, okay, so there's the Chinese girl, there's the I think are you talking about the elf girl that plays the lute? Is that the girl you're talking yeah, that's about? That's the musician, yeah, that's her. Okay, okay, and there's the girl with the top hat, which is the maid, I'm guessing. No, the top hat is the like uh, the horror girl that you rescue from the haunted mansion. Okay. Then there's the night girl. Then there's the green-haired, you know, fairy, fairy girl, 
And then there's the purple hair butler chick. That's not that's, that's that's the one I married. Okay. Don't know why. Hmm. Yeah, that was fun. And then I also have Rune Factory Three. I could do again, which is a good one. It's nice. like it's like Rune Factory Four, except it's on the DS. It's a little 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 more dumbed down, but it's better than Rune Factory Two. I like I just like the art style in Rune Factory better because like when Harvest Moon started. Uh, when they became, uh, what is it called? Like, tale, not Tale of Towns, or what did they rebrand it as? I Tale of Two Towns. Oh, Story no, of Seasons. Story of Seasons. Thank you. Yeah, when that that I don't really like that art style very much. It got it's like pretty weird. So I don't like how they made it so like you. It takes forever to do anything. Like it takes so long to court people just to talk to people, and it's, yeah. it's crazy. They never, you know, they never ever got to the standard that was set by Friends of Mineral Town. It was just, that was the best it, one, and it never, they never made a game that was like it again. It peaked. Friends of Mineral Town peaked. That's where it peaked. Um, I, I think um, you need to play the PS2 one, uh, Save the Homeland. That one was good. I did play it. Oh, have you played it? Okay. Yeah, I played it during the era than when you played it. It was on the PS2, okay. and yeah. That one's really good. I, I um, it, it's interesting because in friend, in, you know, Mineral Town or whatever called Back to Nature, it, the I mean, the goal was just to build your farm up, and like that's it. That's that's the goal. And and save the homeland. There are like ten different ways you can beat that game. Because <clears throat> like I think the plot is they want to build an amusement park on that mountain, and so that you have to find a reason for them not to like save an endangered species or start up some kind of shop that's famous or something. Did so. they, did they remake it on the PSP or the Vita? Cause I remember playing I something. I remember playing something like that. No, it, that was a different one. That one was called the hero of leaf Valley. I think I remember but, we both played that. Yeah. And we're it, like this one's like just really basic. It's fine. And it was the same thing though. Like there was, they were going to build an amusement park on this town and you had to save it. Oh, okay. So hmm. that's interesting. This is a giant company that's going to destroy the forest. Yeah. That's Harvest Moon. And then they made tried to make it into Minecraft, and that failed. And it's like, just... Oh, dude, the new Harvest Moons are terrible. I mean, I haven't played them, but every I just you know look at the meta scores, and they're all bad. So, Yeah, time to go back to the drawing board on that one. I know they tried something with um, Little Dragon's Cafe, and apparently that game's a little grindy. Um, but the story, the story is really good, from what I understand. Like, you, like the, the, uh, the loop is new townspeople come in and, and their story is interesting, but the actual gathering and uh, the dragon stuff is a little too grindy. So, so other people are doing it better, you know, it's crazy. It's crazy. Stardew Valley. It's Sorry. crazy how star, how good Stardew Valley is. It's like Stardew Valley knew what everyone liked about that series. And it's like, did it perfectly. It was made by one person. That's the cra- well. It took them like forever too. It took them like seven or eight years or something crazy. And made so. made by one person. Everything, the art, the coding, the music, all by him. And it's all good. Like everything is great. Like I will say, the in-game character models are not super great. That's the only knock I have on that game. Everything else is awesome. Mechanics are good. I th- I think the um, the drawn portraits are good. I, the music is. I love the music in that game. It's so fun. And there's so many different things to do in that game. So. Yeah, freaking Stardew Valley. Freaking. You played you played it on the Switch, right? A little bit, yeah. I, I played maybe 10, 15 hours. I didn't I didn't 
you know, finish it. But felt, felt, it was fine on the Switch, though. It's fine to play on the console. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was great. Um, I think PC is probably the best way to play, just the way with the menu, the way the menus are. But um, I still had a ton of fun on uh, on Switch. So. Yeah, when it was released, I bought it, like, day one, and I just destroyed that game. <laughs> Stardew Valley. Yeah, it's so much fun. Dude, I remember we remember we I feel like a hipster with Stardew Valley because you remember we knew about the game like super long like way before anybody else. Yeah. And we're like, dude, this is gonna be amazing. And then it blew up. We're like, told you yeah. we knew about it. And we knew about it a long time ago and we watched it. Yeah, we and we, we found like old like really old YouTube videos of it of like the soundtrack and you're just like we listening to that. It's like, oh this game's gonna be great. Uh we couldn't wait. And then it was like the first thing they advertised was like, oh, you can play with your friends. And that didn't come out until a while. It like just came out. Yeah. So it's just like <laughs> they, were, they they had like a working code back then. It was like, oh, it doesn't, I guess it didn't work with the single player stuff. They couldn't get it to work. So they took it out. Mm-hmm. And now they got it to work with the single player stuff. So. Hmm. And, then, and then like an update happened where you could change your starting farm. Because I remember when I played, it was only one farm. Yep. Yep. Yeah, now there's one that's like cliffside, one's like on a lake, there's all kinds of stuff, which is cool. Very good, very good. Yeah. So we just recommended a bunch of games for you guys to play. Yeah, Rune Factory, Harvest Moon, Back to Nature, Stardew Valley. Yeah, they're all good. They're all the same type of game, but hey, you gotta play them. They each have their own little twist, though. You know, they're not, they're, they're, it, it is the same type of game, but each one... It's totally different because what's interesting about Stardew Valley is that that has combat in it. You know, like when you go to the mines, you, you, there's combat there. So. Yeah. I just... So here, here's the thing with those games. Those are like games I really like. They're, I call them checklist games. There's always something to do. You fill out the, you know, the whole community center. Then you have to get to the bottom of the mine. Then you have to kill guys because there's that hunter's lodge next to the mine. And there's things to do there. Yep. There's like then you just get creative and make your farm whatever you want. Like, you just make it look pretty. Uh, and then I, I never um, f- found out what this was, but after you beat the game, like, a couple weeks after you beat the game, uh, like, a witch will fly o- over your house, and I don't know what that is. There's, like, a whole other thing, and I, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> That's all for Sardew Valley. I was going to say, in Harvest Moon, the, at least in Back to Nature, what you do is, you you know, you try to... You woo the girl, you build up your farm, you upgrade your house you mine you try to get as far down in the mine as possible it's get you build the barn you get animals you train your dog oh, it's just it sounds it's just on like when we talk about it it sounds like the most boring game ever it does right but it's so fun yeah. there's like, like again there's always something to do there's always a new goal to strive for it's like oh i just need to chop a little bit more wood and i can you know i can get that house like I, I will say though, in Harvest Moon, the third year, if you know how to play those games, the third year is super boring because you just have everything and you're just waiting for the game to end. At least that's what it was like for me. Well, that's what happens like with Final Fantasy Tactics, right? You're just at Dorder and you already have freaking like a knight and <laughs> or a ninja and uh, yeah, Lancer. It's like, oh, it's, guys, come on, <laughs> done. I'm a ninja with two daggers. Bring it. Yep. Um. Yeah. Rune Factory is a complete, like, Rune Factory is like, is Harvest Moon, Back to Nature, plus, like, that leveled up a couple times. It's, if, yeah. if, Rune Factory 3 or, and 4, they feel really, really good. Like, they're, they've got their mechanics down 
perfectly. It is everything feels great. Picking up items, attacking, just talking to people. It's all smooth. It's all good. If you play Rune Factory 2, you're like, oh, this, this feels really clanky and archaic. Mm, that's a bummer. I, I will say about... Um, it, what's funny about Rune Factory is I feel like the the farming part is the least important part of that game. But it's there. If you want to grow stuff, you know, whatever. Make a little money. It's a good way to make money. Get just farming flowers how you do it and then if you want to if you want to learn how to cook and open your own shop at least in four you want to you start growing all your ingredients to cook oh i didn't even know you could do that that's cool yeah you make your own shop uh very cool and i'm sure i'm gonna totally just you know going somewhere else with this now Uh, i'm sure kempy wants to know about how i think about vesperia definitive edition mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm have you got the pirate lolly yet? No, I barely got. I'm barely anywhere. Where uh, okay. am I now? I think I just got past the ruins. I got. I have Rita. I just got Rita. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. And I'm playing it. And I'm like, oh yeah, this feels like a classic Tales game. I remember playing it. Runs it. better, right? It runs at 60 frames, right? It runs, it runs nice. Yeah, it runs really nice. Cool. I'm what? I'm like, I'm trying this. I'm looking at it. And I'm like, I remember this being like a lot more colorful and bloomier. I wonder, really? if, yeah, like you know how it looks like really like a painting. It doesn't mm-hmm. look like that anymore for me. I was like, really? Oh, it looks this looks like an HD version of a really HD version of the Abyss now. Huh? I wonder if they like tone that down for some reason on the remaster. That's weird, because that's what I liked about it. Like you were saying, it almost looks like the character models were like glowing or something. Huh? Because I watched the Easy Allies review and it looks, it still looks nice. It does look nice. It looks, it looks, it looks it's amazing how. A game that old could still look that good, and it it shows what the new Tales games are is missing, are missing. Yeah, but I don't like the art style. Like starting from Zillia, I don't like any of the art styles. The Vesperia was the last really great looking one, so it just make them more proportional, but keep that same art style. That's it. That and I, I'm telling you, you got to make it. You got to have static cameras sometimes. Don't have a free mm. don't have a free camera every time, you know. Having static cameras always gives like areas an identity. It's the way like the different angles that they the, they choose it makes the, the identity of an area. I totally agree. Yeah, especially like I forget what the town. It's that one big town, and it starts with a super wide angle, mm-hmm. and then as you enter the town, it kind of starts zooming in a little bit and getting closer to the character. I think it was not Fenmont. I can't remember that game. It was too long ago, but it sounds like something in this abyss as well. Yeah, but yeah, that's... Bodie Blastia. The game's Am fun. I right? Yeah, <laughs> like Kimpy's going all into. It's like, oh, so you could like can't like uh, uh, manually cancel your move to go like do extra moves. I'm like, I don't care, dude. I'm just playing the game like I should. Yeah, right. I'm not gonna deal with that. Uh, yeah, he's telling me all about like. Um, you cancel your moves to do something with like a uh, you go into free form or free run and does all this crap and it's just like I don't get it I probably could learn it but I'm not learning a fighting game I'm just playing a Tales game and playing on normal you don't really need to do this I was playing on hard before and I was just like every fight was just a super challenge and I'm like you know what I just want to beat the game because Kingdom Hearts three, Kingdom Hearts <laughs> like, three. I already beat this game, yeah. you know. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts three is like around the corner, so I don't think I'm gonna beat Vesperia by then. But it's fun. 
Uh, it's a good Tales game. It's a good Tales game to play when you're waiting for the next one, whenever that's going to come out, which is probably going to be a topic in like three weeks or something. Yeah, before we know it, they're going to announce the next one. It's yeah. like, oh, okay. It's going to be a high They're going to announce it at the next Nintendo Direct. It's gonna be next high... week at the Nintendo Direct, they're going to announce the next Tales game. And it's going to be a high school setting and... That's it. And based in Tokyo somehow, a Tales game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we're talking. All right. And Taylor, you've have, have you been playing anything that's not a J, like anything that's a JRPG at all? Anything that's a JRPG? No. Um I on my Switch, I did I played a lot of Flint Hook. I still have not beat that game. The game's really hard. Um it's playing that. I was playing some Smash with you guys. Um, I was going to start speedrunning Ease Eight again, but I was talking to the, my buddy uh, After Five, who um, who taught me how to do the run. And apparently, the whole thing, the whole community, is so screwed up. Like, they found some skip, but it, it you're not even fighting. It's just like you're running through the game. You can beat it in like under an hour now, but it's not fun. And so there's like this whole thing about like what the official run is and stuff like that. So I'm like, eh, I don't know. And then I was gonna. I tried to boot up um, Monster Boy, and I got lost because it's like a Metroidvania. I'm like, I don't know where I'm supposed to go. So I played for like 30 minutes, and I'm like, I don't know where I'm supposed to go. So I just stopped. And then I played Last of Us, and that's kind of all I've been playing. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, this weekend, games of plenty, baby. Resident Evil 2 on Friday, Kingdom Hearts on Tuesday. It's gonna be wonderful. Like Resident Evil. I'm like, oh, I have Friday off. You know that? I'm gonna. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm only playing that at night, though. You know, it, I mean, it, it gets nighttime about like five forty-five, six o'clock here. Mm-hmm. So, let's wait for the sun to go down. Be done with work. Get some headphones on and just. Did you play the demo, by the way? Nope, didn't want to. Okay. Because I didn't want to. It's, I, it's like I know what I'm getting into. It's Resident Evil. I don't care how it feels. I'm just gonna play it when it comes out. Yeah, I, I just wanted to get a vibe for it. I mean, it, it's so short. You barely do anything. It's that. It was the demo three. Where the guy? Did you see that that gameplay from the from E3 at all? No, like inside the police station. I just know the two trailers. Yeah, yeah I and, mean, and then they like the guy's under the kit under the door and he gets ripped in half. Yeah, okay, that, so. yeah, that. So it was basically that. I mean, you go in, you save him, you talk to the police chief, you walk around another corridor, and you explore a little bit, and then it's over. So it's really short; like it doesn't show anything. Because okay. that, I mean, we've the- seen that. What I'm curious about is. The beginning of the game they haven't shown any of that as far as i know how you get from the crash to the police station they haven't shown any of that i want to see who are you what are you doing here what are you doing here (laughs) is that still in the game probably not that cheesy but i i've seen in one of the newer trailers they show it was called kendo gensh uh, gun shop i believe and so that's in the game um as i hope i guess i hope he says it like that or something like that's like who are you what are you doing here? That'd be awesome. Sorry about that, babe. Yeah, sorry about that, babe. Nah, they're they're cutting the cheese out. Um, although in a after you beat the demo, they show a little teaser trailer and Hunk and Tofu are in the game. I know that was kind of confirmed already, but they showed a, a clip of him. Like, oh, that's awesome. So, told you it was there. And then Akuma's in there somewhere. Yeah, you gotta you gotta unlock him. Super secret unlock. That would actually be really awesome if Akuma was in it. <laughs> He's probably not. All right, so let's move on to anime. 
Oh, shoot. I forgot about anime. I know, right? We yeah. gave ourselves... We gave ourselves two shows to watch. Mine, yep. uh, mine was uh, Suki Gakire, Suki Gakire, yeah, yeah Suki, so yeah, yeah, and Scum's Wish, yeah, and then yours was Monster Mansume, and The Sisters All You Need. <laughs> uh, you didn't watch The Sisters All You Need. I know you started it. You started it, but then watched something else because you're like, I can't take enough trash, so I'm gonna move something. Yeah, else. I have to watch something good. I, I watched uh, instead. I watched um, a place further than the universe, and that was really good. It's just a nice wholesome show about girls wanting to do something bigger than themselves. It's it, cute. It's funny because I also watched a starry, uh, a bridge to the starry sky, before mm-hmm. all that, and then I also after a scum's wish, I had to watch Shuffle. <laughs> when was the last time you watched Shuffle? A long time ago. I watched it. I'm like, I watched it. I'm like, I really like this show. <laughs> yes, I like Shuffle. That Shuffle's a good one. It's, yeah. a, I mean, it's it's a harem, but it's it's good. Yeah. Um. So Taylor, tell me. I, I want to know what you thought about Monster Monsume. Oh man. I mean, that show. I didn't realize there were that many characters, first of all. like It just keeps adding more characters. Because it starts off with just the snake girl, and then there's the centaur, and then there's the harpy, and then there's the spider girl, and then there's the water girl. And they just keep adding characters. And there's then, the mermaid, like, and then the slime, and then the... Yeah, and then they add Mrs. Smith or whatever, her like little crew. And so there's the zombie girl and the one-eyed girl. They keep adding more... I'm like, okay, I get it! You can add more monsters. I get it. So how was um, that first scene? That first scene, like it was really oh good, right? God. You loved that first scene. I think that, like, literally when I booted it up, at the end of that beginning scene is when I stopped watching it for the first time. Like, <laughs> oh my god. Like, yeah, because I, I, I knew it. I, I remember you saying that, so I'm like, okay, you gotta watch it now. I mean, honestly, I feel like it doesn't get worse than that, though. That that is like that's the worst that show gets, from what I can recall. Um, but I mean, it's total trash. It's total fan service. Okay, here's um, okay. Oh no, there, I take it back. There is one part that gets way worse. Is the um, I know. I think I know. When what they go to the forest and they talk to the dryad girl, and they're uh, I don't yeah, know. But I mean, I don't. I don't even remember that. Oh my gosh, it's bad. Because remember, there's the dryad girl gets super huge, and then they have to like shrink her down. And oh, to Jesus, yeah. It, those are the two scenes that I was like, "How is this not hentai?" Like just straight up, how is this not hentai? <laughs> okay, speaking of how is this not hentai, were do you did you see any nips? Um, I can't remember. Because if you uh, didn't, you're watching the censored version. There's actually an uncensored version of that show. Oh, I don't know. I, I just watched whatever. I I wasn't paying attention, so. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, I thought, no, I thought the worst thing of that show was when uh, the harpy girl was trying, uh, was tr- had to lay an egg. Uh, um, that was the worst. I thought that was the worst of it. I was like, why are we getting in such excruciating detail about this? Yeah, that was a little much. T- I mean, I think one of my favorite characters was the mermaid girl because she didn't actually like the main guy. She just wanted like a tragic love story. She wanted to be like the tragic side girl or whatever. She's like, oh, break up with me so I can have a tra-. Like it was just, I, I thought that was funny. 
a funny little subplot. It was just a, um, it's a silly trash anime, and Craft uh, loves it. Uh, yeah, the, I feel like there's only a handful of tolerable waifus. I I, I actually like the I forget her name the the slime water girl. <laughs> of course you like her. Well, because she's not weird. She can't really talk. Sue, I think her name was. Except, Sue. except she sucks on like every girl. Yeah. Which is fine. But she doesn't have some weird quirk like one eye or tentacles or a fin or I don't know. She's a slime. Like you're just made of slime. That's fine. Um, and then the zombie girl was, I mean, she's just a zombie. Her arms are going to fall off, I guess. But it could be worse. So you didn't, you're, you're fine. You're just like, okay, I got through this. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Except for that first scene. I mean, like I said, those are the two scenes. That are, those are the two worst scenes. The opening scene, the one where they meet the dryad girl. And that, yeah. Those get, those get bad. Don't watch that with your parents, kids. Did Matt come in when you were watching that? No. <laughs> no, he did not. Thank so, you. this week you're going to be watching A Sister's All You Need. Uh, we'll see about that. There's a lot to be done. Resident Evil's coming out. I can't make promises, but I'll, I'll try. So I had to watch Suki Gekirei and the Scum Twist. You had to. Oh, I, I had, had to watch these two amazing shows. I had to, what I had a to pain. watch it. So Suki Gekirei was an amazing show. Right? Love, That's I one love, of my favorites. I love that I show. I love that show. It's, yeah. I, it's, it's, it's so sweet. And it has, like, I what hooked me is, like, I've been through a lot of these situations that, this, that the main character was going through. Not the girl, mm. the guy. And yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, I do exactly what he's doing. And I like, he was like texting, like he was texting the girl, and we texted. He just like started punching the, like you know, he started punching the light, get like doing excited, something, getting yeah. all excited. And I'm like, I did something exactly like that before. Yeah. Um, same situation. So yeah, it's really, it's really sweet, and it actually, the, the series actually ends. Um, yes. That's um, what I love about it. That's what it, like, I love about it. It ends on like. Like it, like, it seems like it ends on, like, a tragic tragic thing, and then the credits roll, and then it shows, like, these scenes of what's happening in the future, and it's just, like, they're growing up, and then it's just, like, oh, this is sweet, and it actually ends. I'm, like, sweet. Because, yeah, I was pissed. I'm, like, you can't end the show like this. Like, when on the train, yeah. I'm, like, you can't end that like, right there. You can't. And then, like you said, the, they show the credits. I'm, like, hey, thank you. Yep. Thank this is all I ever want, anime. You never do this. You always stop... Or you just never get to that point in the relationship, and I just I love that they they did it, and there was so much good build up. Oh, yeah, the series is very sweet. So if you like sweet romantic, it's not not really a comedy. It's just a romantic show. It's very sweet. Yeah, and it's about you know two people that unlikely to fall in love fall in love pretty much, and yeah. I enjoyed every minute of it. And then a scum's wish comes in. <laughs> It's I was like, up, uh, right? I was watching. I was, it's, it's like it's too, I was coming off of a nice high, <laughs> and I start watching this, and I'm like, "What? What am I? What? This is borderline softcore. This is softcore porn I'm watching, and everyone is a horrible human being. Yep, everyone is a horrible human being in this show. Dude, and, the teacher is a huge bitch. I yeah, I, 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 I was watching. It's like everyone's an horrible like if you want to watch an anime where every freaking character cheats on their significant other watch this anime because that's what happens <laughs> yeah it's like i can't have the person i love so i'm going to use you but then we're going to be like a fake couple but then i'm going to go out with these other people and do stuff with them and then it's like am i a horrible person it's like yes you're a horrible person 
And then I look at the reviews, and everyone's like, "This is like the greatest show ever." And I'm like, "This, what are you watching? This is this like physically hurt me." Because everybody's an asshole in real life. So yeah. they're like, "Yes, that's me." I get. It was, it was he was like the the I forgot his name Muji, uh, like his past. His, yeah, the boy. His 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 past. And um, he was talking. It's like he was like in middle school. It was like a first year, and then he's going out with another middle schooler who's. Boobs are like this big in middle school, and they're like doing it in a hotel. And I'm like, these kids oh, are yeah. in middle school. Yeah. Like, like back in that when I was in middle school, I was po- talking about Pokemon and Mechware and playing Unreal Tournament. Yeah, what, this is so unrealistic. I mean, I bet you there's some people like that, but it's just like not like everyone was just like. Ugh. And then the teacher, then the teacher, and the whole ugh. guys. If you want to, okay. <laughs> Go to the go to the go to the next go to the next timestamp because I'm going to spoil the hell out of this show okay. because I don't like you should not watch this show. It's just like if you are into NTR, which is like cucking in porn, <laughs> then this might be a show for you. But yeah, okay. So every like it was every like uh, the main character, the girl main character, likes. Mm. Her, her, they call her her brother, but it's like her neighbor. Yeah, uh-huh. and the neighbor, na- and the neighbor like likes the teacher. Yeah, and the teacher's all like sweet and everything at the beginning, and she turns out to be a complete slut. Yeah, and she's just using him, just yeah. using him. And no, no, the the the. Okay, I'm gonna skip all the way to the end because it's like it's like it's like he finds out that she cheats on him and that she's a huge slut, and it's like and he comes around, it's like I don't care, I want you anyway. Would you marry me? And it's like. Why would you do that? And the girl's like, I'm going to change now. And yeah, okay. And it's like, you know what? It. Like, what? <laughs> no, I remember I was like, I was watching it because she, she, they're hugging, right? And she's like, I'm still going to cheat on you. And he's like, I don't care. <laughs> that guy is definition of a cuck. All right. It's like, what? Like, if he just said, like, if, they, if he just said, like, the reason why she, she was, he was so attracted to her was like, because he could feel... Like she, he knows how she feels by the way she plays her music because she's a music mm-hmm. teacher. That would have made mm-hmm. sense. I would have seen that. It's like you're not this way. You're, you're not supposed to be this way. But that's what the the way they're like trying to say. It's like she's not really a bad person, but she's just like no one has told her that before, and she, that she had this change because she had a date with Muji, and they were going to go to the motel and do stuff, right? But she didn't after she was proposed. The actor she was proposed to, so I'm like, okay, she's kind of changing, but just like, why would you even go for her in the first place? Oh my god, like every episode hurt me in the soul. <laughs> like the first six episodes was like painful. Yeah, it was super painful <laughs> because it was like the the girl her the 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 girl main character has a friend that's a girl and she's like madly in love with him and she just lets her touch her and do all these things oh, with her i totally forgot about that yeah and they go away to the cabinet yeah and i almost like she's like it's like dude if you don't feel that way to her stop leading her on you psychopath yeah another girl eventually figures it out she's like i don't care i for like one last night and she's like here's your ticket just get out of here i don't want to see you like yeah. dude that yeah everybody is a terrible person you're right it was a oh, and it was a horror I mean, the, sh- the show is aptly named they're all scum yeah <laughs> they are scum all scum and then the ending, it, it doesn't even end. The guy, the, 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 the fake couple doesn't get together. They're like, oh, we want to be together, but we're not going to be together. And then it just ends. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so good, good, good pick. Cause it actually, I was actually, 
it was hard for me to finish this one. Really? Okay. Yeah, because it was like it was like it was it was adding a tarnish to like you know actual like what love is and uh, like relationship and stuff. It's like I do not want this in my life right now. This is awful. Well, it was the juxtaposition to Suki Gekirei, which it, is like pure and perfect and amazing, and then yes, it's like couldn't have two polar opposite shows. It was. I was like, I can't, I I can't feel this way right now. But luckily, like the horrible feeling kind of went away at the the half of the show. The first half is just like, wow, this is awful. And the like, how se- does this keep happening? Yeah, yeah, it's like, why are you making these stupid decisions? And uh, then the second half's like it actually focused on some you know character development, and I was like, okay, you're all still horrible people, but at least it's not like I'm watching softcore hentai. Yeah, because the freaking lewd sex scenes are just like super lewd. Like they're getting away with things that's like, like it's like you. There's no nudity. It's just like it was, everything was implied. Well, you know, it was crazy, too. Like, you're right. There's so many layers to how shady they all are. Because Muji has is with the girl, right? But then he keeps hooking up with the big booby junior high girl. They, he'll just randomly, you know, call her for a booty call. And then there's that one friend that has liked him forever and just wants to go on a date with him. And then they, like, get all crazy. Yeah, he and, wants... Like, he's, like, he, he's like, I'm taking advantage of this girl. I feel awful. And then the girl... It's like I. It's like I don't care if he's taking advantage of me. I already know he is, but I just want to get through with this. But the good thing is, like he's smart enough. It's like you know what? I'm not going to do this. I feel bad. Yeah. And then she's like, I feel bad too. And then they split their own ways. That was fine. If he went with through with it, which was almost, they almost did. Yeah. I was like, oh god, everyone in here is just awful. And then they're like, okay, we're going to study. We're going to get all this done, and then we're going to confess our love to the people that we love. And even though we know we're going to get rejected. Girl gets rejected by her big brother. Not really a big brother. Just call her a big brother. And then the, the Muji, uh, she, he gets laid. He, he's like, oh, well, she's going to do me, so I'm just going to go with it. Yeah. All okay. right. All right. You're just an awful person. You are an awful person. Uh, and why? Why? Uh, do you remember the main character's name? The girl? The girl. Hold on, let me look it up real quick. I do not. Uh, Hanabi. Hanabi, yes, Hanabi. Um, she she knew about the teacher this entire like the entire series. She knew how horrible she is. She didn't once tell anyone. Nope. Why wouldn't you tell? Like you, you know, you care about these people. It's like you know, this girl's like a horrible person, right? Yep. Terrible. Terrible. That show hurt my soul. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad it I hurt my soul. And then after I found fin- some for you. Yeah. After I found, after I finished it, I put on shuffle. Like I need something pure. I, is- I need something pure. And like the first episode, it's like introduces all the characters, and you're like, oh my gosh, everything's so happy. And then I remember it's like, oh yeah, this gets really dark at the end too. It, it does. It does. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's happy at the very end too. Yeah, the final episode, it's like everything happens. Yep, it's good, good show. But <sighs> so shuffles, like I started with a freaking, uh, you know, Arogi and Aroge made into an anime with a bridge of the starry sky, which is the same thing as freaking shuffle. Like it's just Shane Con, very not. The structure's the same. There's one guy and there's a bunch of girls, and you know they choose the one. 
<laughs> but Shuffle does it way better. But Shuffle's a very ha- was happy. Made me happy. Everyone's like, yeah. man, I... W-. And the entire show is very blurry because I was like, wow, this was made back in like 2004. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's old. It probably is not high definition at all. It's not. It's on DVD. I have it on DVD. Yeah. So that was my anime experience was very happy to soul destroying anime would i do it all again yeah it would <laughs> I, so here's the next one i want you to watch i want you to see if you can find the good in it okay i want you to watch uh uh grand blue dreaming that diving anime all right <laughs> i think you might actually like it i for me my my yeah. expectations were just so betrayed with that show. I was like, how is this not what this show is about? <laughs> uh, it, it's actually funny. Like, I watched a couple more episodes. Like, it's a good show. It's not bad, but it's just like, oh, okay. You think it's going to be a light, slice of life about just some buddies diving? Nope. That is not what that show it's is. It's about drinking and naked men. Yep. yep. That's about drinking, getting naked, and yep, that's what that show is. So, Sisters All You Need, and then I got to watch that. Uh, I'm watching New Game Plus right now. And that's a totally different anime than from Shurubako. Shurubako is like, is very, uh, it's more grounded and more realistic. (laughs) Yeah, New Game is, uh, it's, yeah, it's more, uh, comedy based. I, 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 there's a second season. Have you seen the first season? Of what? New Game. No, I haven't finished it. I just started. I'm on on, like episode four. Okay. Yeah, it's a cute little show. I liked it. It was good. Now you got to finish Shirobako. No way. That show is so boring. See, I wouldn't even have like anything interesting to say. I would just be like, okay, it was boring. If you want a good reaction out of me? You got to you got to give me some cringe, some trash. I did give you that. So okay. So, so, so this is all you need. This is all you need. It's not Monster Mansume, but you know, there's some cringe in there, I guess. Okay. And then you have to find the next cringe after that. I do. I wonder if people heard that. Okay. I heard something. It's Maddie. Let's do some questions. Let's do a little bit of questions. All right. Um, well, excuse me. From my Travis thirteen death battle. Which do you prefer, the E series or Legend of Heroes series? For me, it would be ease. I just there are so many sub series in Legend of Heroes, and there's characters I just don't really care about. To me, ease. I would pick ease every time. Legend of Heroes for me, way better. I mean, I'm just talking about the Trails series because there's Trails in the Sky and Trails of Cold Steel. Yep. I played a, Vermil- a tier in Vermil- Vermilion. No, a tier in Vermilion, which is I love that game, but it's very, very old school. Like it's very uh, archaic. But it was I like I like the story I like the characters in there but ease is always good it's it's hard I just like I like the characters and I like the the functionality in trails more than ease so that's what hmm. I care uh, we- yeah I mean like going back the many games going back to ease seven they've just all been really solid good fun action RPGs so I've just haven't I haven't really played a bad one yet or even before that Oath and Felgana. Yeah, I played Oath of Felgana, seven, eight, uh, and then you gotta um, you gotta play one and two. Memories of Celsetta. No, those are boring though, because isn't that the one where you just run into enemies to hit to attack? That sounds so boring. I don't. I don't mm. 
I'd be I would rather play, if I played another e old Ease game, I would play Ease Origin. Because I know you don't play as at all, but that that is like um Memories of Celseta or not Memories of Celseta, um Othenfell Ghana combat. Like that looks like the same engine to me. It's the Trails in the Sky engine. Hmm. So yeah, same era, probably. Yeah, I am um... I remember playing. I think that's one of the first easy games I played was one and two, and it was like the PSP version. It had like the crazy rock and guitar and everything. It was awesome, and you could beat mm -hmm. the first one in like an hour and a half or two hours, and the same the second one's the same way. You just beat it really quick. So yep. that's fun. He always has good music too. <laughs> I mean, the, the first ones were made a long time ago, so the music has re been redone. I would see a uh, I would see an East concert if they ever did one. <laughs> uh, from Maximilian Wonder, here's one from me. It turned out that the best turned out for the best that I played Ease Eight before Tokyo Xanadu because now playing Xanadu, I've naturally fallen in, into the groove of its combat system. I love how it builds on top of Ease Eights while making the attack types more along the lines of Persona esque affinities. Now to get used to the pressing A for attack and B for jump instead of the, of the reverse. My question, which combat system do you prefer uh, prefer out of every Falcom game you've played? Ooh. That is a good one. We'll see. So that's a hard question to answer because it, like, if you're just like, get, here's a game, pick which system. The games are totally designed around each of the combat systems because, like, easy is you know the levels are much more open so there's a lot more moves that have like that hit wider areas or like you know you can dodge roll farther and stuff like that with xanadu all the dungeons are very narrow you know like your your combat arenas are really narrow and then cold steel it's just totally um it's totally different it's turn-based you know so i don't know i i feel like xanadu's was much more snappy and i liked like he was saying, um, like the weapon affinity or whatever, you know, the rock, paper, scissors aspect of it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess I would say Xanadu. I, I, I just, it was, it felt fast, snappy. I don't know. They're so similar. Easy and Xanadu are really similar, but they have their nuances. I don't know. Gun to my head, I'd say Xanadu. I like Xanadu, but for me, I like <clears throat> Trails in the Sky, uh, Trails in the Sky, Trails of Cold Steel's battle system. It's, mm -hmm. Turn-based, yet it feels action-y at the same time. Because, like, you, you could get the cancel characters' moves and all that stuff. And it yep. just it just feels feels great. Especially in Cold Steel 3. Or Cold Steel 2. It feels great. Um, looking forward to Cold Steel 3. But if I want action, I just it's hard for me to pick, dude. Every, every Ease game feels different. Yeah. But I like Xanadu. Xanadu's felt good. <clears throat> yep. Keep it similar. I wouldn't mind <clears throat> Xanadu being the same. Isu Ewin says, I love running into bastards. Talking about Ease at one. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, Dari Sham, Giant Sword or Twin Blades? Oh, Twin Blades. Always. Yeah, I like I like fast hitting characters. I, li <laughs> I, like, I like the fastness. I, if it's like a fast moving Giant Sword, maybe. But... <laughs> Which is doesn't happen, yeah. but it's just like every character I used in in Cold Steel was just short dual wielding blades, um, except for Rain, which is like a quick tai, tai Chi. 
I never <laughs> used I never used the heavy hitting. I never used Laura. Like, I just I don't know why. I just always went for the fast characters. Oh, Laura! I always had Laura. She hits so hard. Yeah, she was hit. She hits <clears> hard. <throat> yeah. Um, I like craft. I like craft's troll question. Yeah. So from Craftium, as a recent listener, I'd like to know what is your first JRPG and why does Nick hate Symphonia? That's a joke because we answered that so many times. Yeah. Um, Abram. <laughs> B cops. Yeah, take that yeah. last question back. <laughs> Abram, which JRPG character has the best trapezoids? Um, I gotta remember what trapezoids are. <clears throat> which character has the best boobs? That's what he's asking. Uh, <laughs> Is he? Yeah, I, that's exactly what he's saying. <laughs> Is this Abe we're talking about? No, I think it's your back. It's your traps are your back. Trapezoid is a is a is a shape. Hmm. It's a it's, it, it's a yeah, it's a, it's a it's a troll question. I'm hmm. just deleting the ones that we're using. Okay. Uh, I don't know. There's they two, all there, Tifa. I don't know. There's Tifa, two. There's sure. there's too many. Yep. All um, of them. All of them. Except the flat lollies. Don't give me flat lollies. Yeah, we're not you, Abe. Um, <laughs> from Sp- Spaghetti, what movie or video always makes you laugh no matter how often you watch it? Dude, for me, basketball every time, man. The movie is so funny. I could say I, all, I, I could say all this random crap we watched on YouTube, which is oh, the, dude, this, this, like random it's YouTube a, poops. It's the yeah. stupidest crap, but every time we watch it, we just <laughs> laugh like little children. Yeah. We can't. We can't even quote it because it's so inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> SpongeBob, <laughs> you. <laughs> Sponge, like, SpongeBob poops are like the funniest, the most random crap ever. I just like the one where it's like, hmm, SpongeBob. So Mr. Krabs like, I want you to get me pornography, and don't come back until you get porn. And that's how he says it. Because they're just yeah. mashing up words, and it's just like. It's so bad, but so funny. Especially when, <laughs> when so um, Squidward's like, "What should we do with him?" And then they just make Mister Krabs say, "You have to kill him." Kill him. Kill him. You have to kill him. What is YouTube poops in general? It's, have you ever watched yeah. old stuff we used to watch back in the day? It's so cringy. It it is, but that's what's great about it. Uh, I also say Game Chasers. I love the game. So at every old episode, those guys always crack me up. They're funny. You know what's a guilty pleasure of mine? Watching old angry video game nerds. Oh yeah, there's nothing guilty about that. He's funny, man. I like angry video game nerds. Oh, I meant the irate gamer. I'm sorry. Oh. No. <laughs> I bet he's deleted all those videos. I don't know. Ooh, excuse me. Nice. Uh, there's so many. Oh, nice. Sorry. Good job. I think that would be the end for now because I got to do something <laughs> in the okay. bit, end of it. We're running, out of, we're running out of time. Next episode's our hundredth episode, and it's going to be amazing. It's everything's going to be updated. This is this is the la- This is this, the final episode of the old gold uh, giant sword podcast. Now it's going to be like, the old cold steel, <laughs> and now it's going to be all the new and awesome. It's just going to be a yep. little, it's going to be a little updated, guys. Just keep your expectations down a little bit. We're just updating some of it. Gonna be crap. Don't yeah, even worry about don't, it. Don't even worry about it. Nothing's gonna, gonna change. Garbage. Taylor's gonna have longer hair. And uh, yeah. But yeah, thanks for watching, guys. We'll be back next week, of course, with 
a super maybe hopefully you know fun hundredth episode mm-hmm. um yeah uh, if you liked what you listened to i like i've noticed that a lot of people have been actually been subscribing and listening to us and adding reviews to our itunes which is thank you it means a lot it means a lot to us i like reading all those comments it's like wow people are actually listening to us and actually enjoy it. it's nice to, nice to see that um, but yeah, uh, uh, yeah, all the links for our social media and Discord are below. Uh, on uh, if you're listening on iTunes, just go to just search Giant Sword Podcast on YouTube. You'll find us. We're like the mm-hmm. we're everywhere. We're, we're like the most popular channel on YouTube. You know this. That's it. And uh, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow or tomorrow <laughs> next week. See you guys. See you.